good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Karagi to all my friends and relatives in four directions. You are listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. We discuss local and national Native news and events. And as you know, Haley, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. They are, Robert. Oh, we don't hear you. Looks like you're... All right, Haley. Hey, we're here with uh, Dr. Stately, uh, CEO of Native American Community Clinic, and it's uh, always great to have you on. And uh, it just seems like I just saw you yesterday. It's very bizarre. I don't know. It, I, you must be on my mind. Oh, wow. You kind of did, didn't you? No way. Yeah. A couple days ago. <laughs> yeah, you did. Three, maybe did. three days ago. I think that's three days ago. Thursday, right? Yeah, definitely. Hey, and I want to really give you a big peeny geeky. Uh, that was uh, sent out live on Thursday, and it's all over Facebook and oh, really? YouTube know that. now. And um, people look for it. And uh, we had a long discussion with Dr. Stately. We had a guest in there, and we were talking about COVID and just uh, the history. And there were some things that you know, like it's really good that we're doing this symposium because there's things that I have forgotten. And there was a few things about your story and uh, that I I believe I didn't know. So there was a few times we were together at, in the studio at AM 950, and there's a few times that uh, I got a little teary-eyed and I, I acted like I got something in my eye, but uh, it was pretty heavy. Yeah, it did get a little bit heavy. It was a, a little shocking to me too. It's kind of like a, I don't know. I'm, uh, I don't, I don't know if I told you this or not, but so, so today is my last day of being sixty years old. I'm sixty-one. What? <clears throat> yeah. So, um, you know, and I like, I find that, you know, kind of around this time, I like start thinking about things like, you know, gosh, you know, mortality and stuff like that. Um, and that conversation we had on Thursday was like reminded me so it reminded me that i had that i had those moments um those days in the hospital where it really sort of like you know it, it felt like my life was hanging in the balance <clears throat> and i had a lot of thoughts and ideas about what i wanted to try to accomplish over the next few years and i've actually accomplished quite a few of those things um, as, um professionally i needed mm-hmm. to do a better job of like um finding balance in my life, I think, for my family and for my own personal life outside of my work. <clears throat> and um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I think 61, the next rotation around the sun will be focused on trying to find and carve out a little bit more um, time for me to do the things that are um, also good for my own well-being. So yeah, I'm really yeah. focusing on that. Definitely, Dr. Stately, and uh, I'm 62. Average age of a, of a male in the United States is 78, and we know it's less for Native Americans, uh, significantly less. But let's say I lived till I was 78. So I realistically have 6,784 days uh, if I were to live till I was 78. So for me, that puts it in perspective in a big way too, is that these days counting down, we have to one, take care of our our family, take care of ourselves and take Mm -hmm. care of the community. And sometimes it's in different orders. And, uh, but as long as we're, we're, we're taking and leaving a legacy like you have and our, um, with your work and your family and your boys, um, and your other, you know, the rest of your family too that know you well, um, 
you're looking pretty good. So I, I have work to do still, but I feel like 6,000 days is not that many. No, they go by in such a flash. You know, I was like um, thinking about this and I just realized like, you know, I don't, I don't feel 61, although I don't know what 61 feels like, but <laughs> you know, like yeah. the only thing I, the only thing I would think of is like, when I was much younger, I would think, oh my God, that's so old, right? <laughs> and yeah. you know, here, here I am a little baby elder, you know, <laughs> cre- creeping up on 65. I posted this thing on Facebook. I had this really interesting conversation when I picked up my medicine on on um, Saturday afternoon. I'm at the pharmacy. The pharmacist who knows me really well, she's known me for about 14 years. She's like, she asked me for my birthday. So I told her and she's like, oh my God. Oh, oh my God. It's <laughs> like, um, aren't you excited? And I said, mm, for what? And she said, um, <laughs> well, in a couple of days. And I said, oh yeah, yeah. I said, yeah, I'll be 60. I said, oh, you mean like I'll be able to retire soon? She goes, so I don't think that's going to happen. She goes, no, no, you'll be eligible for Medicaid. And just think of all of the discounts you're going to get. <laughs> yeah. <Come on. laughs> and I thought, oh, my God, she's, and she's saying this in front of a big group of people standing behind yeah. me, all waiting for their medicines, too. And I was like, mm, you know what I'm not excited about? You just telling the entire story. I'm 65 years old in a couple of years. Yeah. Hey, well, I'm glad Goodwill uh, gives you a discount at 55. That's all I'm saying. You know. Um, yeah. Well, you know, and I've been enjoying that Denny's discount for at least a good ten years. So you know. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Well, uh, shoot. You know, nothing tastes better than discount eggs. <laughs> yeah. Commode eggs. You got some commode yeah, yeah. eggs happening, right? Exactly. Shoot. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's, I think, you know, it is that conversation we had last Thursday about like the days I was in the hospital when I was sick mm-hmm. with COVID, didn't know if I was going to see my kids again, really, really, that was probably easily the most difficult and frightening experience. I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to see my kids again. And knowing that they were only 14 years old or 13 years old and that I wouldn't be able to and the thought of not being able to be here to finish the job you know have one job one job that is the most important job yes i have all these really great things i do professionally and they are very 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 um fulfilling Mm -hmm. but my one and most important job is to raise these boys into strong dakota warriors teach them how to be responsible men how to be um, kind and considerate and compassionate and give back to the community and, um, you know, and be a good relative. And that, you know, they're 16, they're very self-focused. So that job isn't done yet. Right. Well, and their (laughs) brains don't really stop developing until they're about 25. So you got another nine years that you got to like help mold these young ones. And uh, Um, we know Haley's 25 now too. So we're, we're working on her too, you know. No, <laughs> where'd she go? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. She's um, probably working on your mold in the background. Yeah, definitely. A can you guys mold. hear me? We can. Yeah. Yeah. Yay, you you can hear me. Okay. Well, good to yeah. be here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll show you how to set up that microphone. It's always different, especially when we're going back and forth. Uh, but. Yeah, I think it's to leave a legacy. And I think that's what, uh, you know, I I don't know if I can speak for your mother, but I know Clyde and uh, Vernon and all those Amster gangsters that hung out with your mom have left a legacy, you know. Yeah, yeah. My life has been filled with powerful women and powerful Native men who all left a tremendous legacy. I'm really clear that my life, and all the benefits I have, they have been built on their shoulders. Like I've, I've been gifted this path by the people who came before me. My job is to make a better path for my kids and everybody else. Right on. And uh, I agree. I agree 100%. Thank you for saying that. Hey, we're here with Dr. Stately, CEO of Native American Community Clinic, and we'll be right back after this short break. Stay with us. Be my weed, my fist, make I am. 
Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live live and and let howl. We are your relatives. We are your relations. Brothers. Sisters. Sons. Daughters. And and some some of us are your grandchildren. We are your community. Historically, we held places of honor and respect. Because of the impact of colonization, some of us are rejected, thrown out from family, friends, and community, set up as targets for sexual violence, sex trafficked, humiliated, tortured, and murdered. Everybody has the right to be safe. We are your relatives. Remember, homophobia is not traditional. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. 2023 is here, and you can make it the Year of the Eagle with the National Eagle Center. You and your family can enjoy exciting eagle experiences, including field trips, private habitat tours, and exclusive behind-the-scenes tours. Meet live eagles up close, view bald eagles and golden eagles in the wild, and receive personal one-on-one education with dedicated and knowledgeable eagle experts as you journey into the world of eagles like never before. Learn more and plan your unforgettable eagle experience today at nationaleaglecenter.org slash experiences. All of us want to make a difference. As veterans, we committed to protect our country. We served and sacrificed for the things that mattered most. Those experiences shaped our lives. Now we're husbands, wives, parents, and friends. And sometimes we forget that the biggest challenge can be asking for support. The Veterans Crisis Line is here for veterans. Dial 1-800-273-8255 and press 1. It matters. You're listening to Native Roots Radio. This is Spirit from Reservation Dogs. Get up and listen. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Native American Community Clinic on Franklin Avenue in Minneapolis, honoring health and tradition. Hey, just want to give a shout out to here, Robert. Uh, Native Roots Radio will be doing a live show from the Minnesota Histri- History Center with Native American Initiatives on Saturday, October 21st from 11 to 2 for the opening of their new exhibit, which is titled Reframing Our Stories. Right on. Can't wait. Maybe we'll have Dr. Stately as a special rare guest uh, coming down there and uh, checking in while we're live at 1 o'clock on Saturday. Uh, so, uh, we're here with Dr. Stately. Uh, he didn't nod yes or no. This is a, a radio show. So we're going to guess that he's not going to come. Um, but Hey, we're here with Dr. Stately of Native American, <laughs> Native American community <laughs> <laughs> clinic. And, uh, we're just to kind of reminiscing, uh, um, of last Thursday and how far we've come and, um, that was one of the sayings when I first sobered up is that you really can't judge how far, you know, how far you have to go. It's more of how far you've come. And I think looking at your life and looking at my life, uh, we've, we've really uh, done a, a lot of good things, but it's, it's hard to see t- sometimes when you're in the middle of the fire. Yeah, for sure. I think it's also, um, you know, I don't know, like, you know, you're an old-time aa and so am I. I got clean and sober almost 37 years ago. <clears throat> and um, I remember, like, things that stand out for me, and every once in a while they just kind of, kind of pop into my head, like those, you know, those um, foundational bricks that, you know, those old-time AAers kind of buried deep inside my head, you know, as little nuggets. They turned into, like, you know, foundational bricks over time. Um, because I got sober like you, I think when I was 23, so I was a young man when I got sober, you know, a whole lot of stuff changed. I got, I got, I stopped drinking and I stopped drugging, but, and, um, but I was still a pretty decent a-hole for about another, (laughs) (laughs) it turns out that those things aren't actually necessarily related. 
Dr. Stately, I was, uh, I still am, but I was really, really, can you imagine this being young, uh, tolerance tester for a lot of our elder AA, uh, members. Yeah. Yeah. Tolerance we tester is a the- good name for it. Yeah. So like, you know, like I used to have this, um, this, uh, this, um, this really wonderful, I finally got this really amazing sponsor when I was like, when I got to LA, it took me about four years to find him. So this is a little Indian guy, native guy, native and Mexican, Ray Delacruz. He's gone. He's not with us anymore. So I can't break his anonymity, but he was really amazing. He like gave me some real nuggets. He was like, he'd say shit to me. Like, Oh, sorry. He'd say stuff to me. Like, um, there's no way for you to accept God's um, tremendous gifts that he has or creator's gifts that he has for you. If you're hanging on to that bag of S-H-I-T so tightly with both hands, <laughs> you got to let go so you can grab the next thing. And I was like, oh, my God, it took me a while to figure that out. What is he too. talking about? Did you ever, did I ever tell you that story where I was like, I went to a meeting and I said, oh my God, I almost relapsed. I was at the bar cashing my check and, and then it was never really a a meeting where people gave you feedback, but it got to this guy that I really respected who had what I thought was a million years. He had like 17 years and he asked me, he goes, Robert, have you ever heard of a bank? (laughs) Why are you going to bars cashing your check? Mm -hmm. It's like a bank. Whoa, that was a spiritual awakening right there. Yeah, you know, I was like, I was a slow learner in a lot of ways when I was brand newly sober. Like, you know, I moved to LA when I was 20, like four months sober. I dashed out of here because I was worried and afraid. Like every single person I knew, like for the most part, all my friends used, many of my family members used. And I was just terrified that I would use again if I didn't get the hell out of Dodge. So mm-hmm. I went off to California. I had one person that I knew that lived in LA who was in a recovery house. And I moved down there and, you know, um, started over, didn't have any money, no job, no nothing. I just kind of said running for just basically to save my life, you know, and I did what I had to do, you know, um, to sort of kind of just muddle through. I like, you know, old timers would talk to me and I'd think, oh my God, you know, so I just finally, I had a good five or six years of trying it my way, you know, before right. I had gotten there. So I was like, well, I got to do something different because clearly, like, you know, that phrase they say, like, you know, what's the definition of insanity? Trying it over and over the same way you've always done it. Well, you know, I think, well, they're talking about me because I'm like, keep getting the same results. So I left <laughs> Dodge and I went out there and, you know, I was starstruck. It was Hollywood, right? Yeah. I went to my six month um, my six month meeting and I took my six month chip and um, Carrie Fisher was speaking at the meeting and I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. It's princess Leia for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, you know what they call that? Uh, what you were doing prior to that for five years, they call that self will run riot. And I oh, never, yeah. I'll never forget this. There was a guy I went to the meetings with and he had, a TV show and a radio show locally. And the way he said it with his uh, radio voice, self will run, right? I'll never forget that. That's funny. Well, yeah, a little bit of myself ran, ran um, riotous and willfully, um, even after I got in early recovery. It took me about four or five years to sort of kind of really figure some things out. And, you know, that's what it is also about. It's like, I think one of the things that I always think about is like, you know, you think about... There was certainly, I look, reflect on my life way back then. I didn't think I had a whole lot to contribute to the world. Um, I didn't have a whole lot of self-esteem. Um, Ray, the, the. Oops, we, we lost doc, Dr. Stately there. Uh, he's freezing oh, no. again. He's at that, uh, he has that good internet out there in uh, Washington County. We might yeah. have to have him disappear here for a second and come back. But it's it's funny, Haley, um, like he was saying, all these old timers, uh, like they were bumper sticker sayings and they all kind of came true. And, and, you know, it's like, why are these why are these sayings um, still around? Why are these old hokey sayings? Because they they work and they're and they're valid. And uh, but you don't see that. And especially when you're going through things, I think uh 
There, there is Dr. Stately again. Yeah, I was just talking about these bumper sticker sayings, Dr. Stately. It's like, uh, why are these so prevalent? And it's like, oh, well, because they work. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I w- here's the other thing I would say is like, you know, for a really long time, like I, I went to A, I started, I went to my first AME when I was 17. Didn't really catch for me until I was 23. Took a pretty, you know, almost a life, um, ending accident for me to sort of kind of really grab it, grab sobriety. So, you know, as a hardhead, I had to learn the hard way. I had like severe um, hard knocks, life of hard knocks here. Um, but, you know, not everybody has the same journey and not everybody has the right. same trajectory. And when I became right. a professional, like working in behavioral health as a psychologist, and now I run chemical health centers and I run an entire health center, it's like I know that like my journey isn't everybody's journey. And, right, and there there are a million pathways to recovery, a million because more because there's hundreds of thousands of millions of people that are sober, right? So right. everybody's journey and pathway is different. Mine doesn't have to be yours. Yours doesn't have to be your sisters or your brothers or your cousins or your aunties or your uncles. Like everybody has their own pathway. It's what's important is for you to find your own. Right, and so like you know, I work for an organization that is deeply, deeply invested in, um, in harm reduction and in low barrier access to care and services and recognizing that some people need something different than what I had, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. I'm really okay with that. But right. I remember this, um, Ray I was saying was, says to me <laughs> one day, he says, um, if you want self-esteem, because I was whining around about not feeling very self like I was having <laughs> self-esteem. He says, you know how you, you know how you get self-esteem? And I said, how? He goes, do something esteemable. <laughs> he goes, he goes, get out there and do an esteemable act. Do something that actually is worth something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, you know, for, when he first said that to me, I was like, well, you mmf and then it finally dawns, dawns on me one day, like, oh, yeah, well, that's what we're talking about, service work, right? Yeah. I built yeah. a really amazing life that's so incredibly rich and so fulfilling around being of service to my community, to my family, to other people who are struggling with addictions. Like, like I have the most amazing life that I didn't know was possible when I first got sober. I didn't believe yeah. it was possible. You know what? Uh, what I like, Doctor Stately, to kind of talk. You kind of talked about that just a little bit before uh, uh, you changed subject. There is that AA. Uh, one of the things that I love to see and hear, and I wish I could live my life like this, but they have no opinion on outside matters. And what that means is just what you said. People sober up different ways and different. Mm-hmm. It's not just AA, but. It's like what a concept! Uh, not having uh, an opinion on outside matters. I, I I'm the opposite. Jeez, <laughs> you have an opinion hey. on inside matters and outside matters. That's right. That's right. Hey, Doctor Stately, uh, we'll be seeing you soon. Appreciate you stopping in. We're really working you hard this month. Uh, maybe we'll have you on Wednesday too for the heck of it. No, I'm just kidding. You go, Bobman. Take care. Right on. Up next, Wendy with our Sacred Animal section. You're listening to Native Roots Radio presents. I'm awake. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live live and and let howl. In recognition of Domestic Violence Awareness Month, this message is brought to you by Strong Hearts Native Helpline, a culturally appropriate domestic and sexual violence helpline for Native American and Alaska Natives. Advocates provide free support and advocacy 24-7. Call or text 1-844-762-8483, that's 1-844-7-NATIVE, or chat online at strongheartshelpline.org. Safe, anonymous, confidential, 24-7.
ATNF AM 950, St. Louis Park, Minneapolis, St. Paul. This is Chad, owner of AM 950, here to tell you about the exterior construction company I trust, Snap Construction. If your home was hit with the most recent storms, trust the most well-reviewed exterior construction company, Snap Construction, for a free home inspection. This is Ryan, owner of Snap Construction. There are a lot of great construction companies in town. My advice is to take your time and do your research. Make sure they are locally owned and that they guarantee their craftsmanship for life. Also, you want to find a company that's been in business for at least 10 years. You want to work with a company that's going to be there long after the work is done. Snap Construction has handled thousands of claims, and we'll help you through the process. Don't go with the out-of-town fly-by-night contractor. Most storm damage goes missed by the untrained eye. Trust Snap Construction for your free storm damage evaluation. For your free storm damage evaluation, call Snap Construction at 612-333-SNAP or visit them online at snapconstruction.com. That's 612-333-SNAP or snapconstruction.com. Be a vaccinative. As the fall season continues, new COVID-19 variants threaten the health of not just you, but our elders as well. These new variants might even evade previous vaccines. That's why it's important to stay up to date. The newly authorized vaccines target current variants effectively and are FDA-approved for ages 6 months and older. But there is an important note. These are the first COVID vaccines to be commercialized, which means there may be costs associated with them. Speak with your health insurer about your coverage before scheduling an appointment to avoid a surprise bill. For those without health insurance, help is available. Ask your health clinic about options or visit vaccines.gov for free locations. Getting vaccinated protects you from severe disease. Don't put yourself or elders at risk. So be a vaccinative and protect our community. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. The appliance industry is suffering from major delays with shortages on the horizon. The specialists at Warner Stelling have the area's best selection with thousands of appliances in stock for fast pickup or free delivery. Shop 10 Minnesota stores or at warnerstellion.com. With your AM 950 weather, I'm Brett Johnson. Look for clear skies tonight with a low around 68, Tuesday sunny with a high near 82, and Tuesday night showers and storms with a low around 63. Discover authentic Szechuan and Mandarin cuisine at the Great Wall Restaurant. Enjoy favorites like hot and sour soup, sesame chicken, and Peking duck. Conveniently located just south of 50th and France in Edina. Order takeout by calling 952-927-4439 or view the menu at greatwalledina.com. Hey, welcome back to Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is brought to you by Soul Space Farm Sanctuary in Richmond, Wisconsin. That's hard to say. That sounds like a, t- a tongue twister. It is. Here. Hey, we're here with Wendy Pilot, and she's uh, our uh, sacred animal uh, expert here. We talk about our, our relatives over the years and how important they are and how we need to protect them and... Uh, so uh, take it away, Wendy. Yeah. Hey, everybody. My name is Hanaji Hihani. That means cares for them. I was given that name by my Dega Curtis. Curtis goes by Mashke Hanajinga, which means walks on white clouds. I'm a humane policy volunteer leader for the Humane Society of the United States, and I work on animal issues at the local and state level. It's always my pleasure to do that. And um, as you heard me say, our, it's not a new sponsor, but I want to promote this sanctuary. It's called Soul, S-O-U-L-S-O-U-L, Soul Space Farm Sanctuary. And they, they're located in Richmond, Wisconsin. And Robert and I spent the day there with our two godchildren on Saturday, Yes. Yes. We did. We did. And it's um so it's a it's a farm sanctuary, so they have all farm animals who have been rescued from dire situations, really. And they're cared for there. And we went there for Wally's Jumpy Versary. That's what <laughs> it was called. Jumpy Versary. It's his sixth anniversary right. that Wally the pig jumped off of a slaughter truck headed for the slaughterhouse and he was rescued and he's um, at, the, at the sanctuary now and they have a fundraiser every year. And this is his sixth 
year and we went there and we met Wally and we met all the other animals and it was a really fun day. Yeah, I even had my uh, medicine bag eaten, eaten by a goat. Was that a goat? <laughs> it was a goat. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Us city folks, we're not really yeah. sure which it animals. It was a big which... furry dog. No, we know what they horns. are. But it was, it's really good. So they're located at uh, 1976 County Road CC in Richmond, Wisconsin. It's mm. a nice, pretty quick ride from the Twin Cities here. Yeah. And uh, they've been spreading compassion since 2015. Mm. Yep. They give public tours every Saturday at one o'clock. Um, and they have all different events during the year. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really funny. So we went with our godchildren and, um, you know, you could feed the pigs apples. You right. know, you could go in the pens and pet the sheep and the goats. They loved uh, the rabbits. They had rabbits there. I mean, it was really very nicely. It's a beautiful setting. Um, the animals, music. you could they tell. Live music. They had live music. The, the animals, you could tell, are all just happy and relaxed. Um, you know, they, you know, they're not going to be killed and eaten and, um, they live a peaceful, peaceful, beautiful life. Mm -hmm. Um, so, um, you could go on their website and they have events throughout the year. Soul space farm sanctuary in Wisconsin. Bought some bread from them too, right? Yeah. Zucchini bread. And they had a food truck there and they had a silent auction and, you know, a whole, you know, a lot of people were there. It was really good. Mm-hmm. So they also have volunteer work days, uh, the first and third Saturday of the month from 1 to 4 p.m. And uh, it was really funny because uh, our godchildren, <laughs> so one is eight and one is five. And they're definitely city kids. They're city kids. <laughs> they're from Minneapolis. So, you know, they were a little like, you know, oh, should I touch? touch the, the goat or around. you know there was some flies and you know whatever but uh, you know i told them both when we were leaving the sanctuary oops my phone just dropped and um we were waving to the animals okay bye till next time i said hey guys i'm gonna set us up and we're gonna go and volunteer and um you know clean the pens and you know scoop the poops and you know you know, mm-hmm. rake the hay, whatever we have to do. And Olivia, who's eight, looked at me and she goes, I really don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so so that's going, that's really going volunteer, fun. Olivia. <laughs> yeah. So check them out. Um, you could donate. They have a Patreon. They really do really fantastic work. You could I probably w- trick them into that. Tell them you're going to take them to the theater or something. <laughs> we go. I'll give hand them a rake yeah. and a shovel and we'll get and a going. Mask. Yeah. You know, but yeah, it was really fun. So I, I really enjoyed it. You know, mm-hmm. I love um, all the animals. Um, they had a donkey there named Amos, too. That right. was really cute. And, you know, all the animals there are used to people being around. So um, they're they're pretty friendly. In fact, one of the women had a, um, a board with all different paint on it, and she brought it into the roosters and chickens because they peck at it and they paint. But, oh, yeah, she, I didn't get that. Yeah, okay. but she came out sense. and I said, oh, what are you doing? She goes, oh, I put some paint on a board and they like to peck at it and paint, but nobody feels like painting today. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it was hot. It was a hot day. You know, they really weren't expecting it to be so warm. It was in the high 80s. Right. You know, it was really it's, it was really a hot day. You know, they have it, um, you know, beginning of October. You think it's going to be, you know, 65 degrees, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was 85 degrees instead. Yeah, it's warmer than that, I think, with humidity, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not a meteorologist. Yeah. So uh, for me, I loved it. I really enjoyed the day. I would definitely go back and... Um, I took some pictures. So what I started doing, Robert can chime in here, is um, (laughs) I paint. um, And I started painting pet portraits. That's hard to say. It is pet portraits. (laughs) So um, I'm practicing right now, and I'm doing uh, pictures for family and friends um, for free. And eventually, eventually, I'd really like to get a website going and, uh, well, maybe not a website. People, they say people, people, Instagram. Don't use like an Instagram or whatever. And then, um, 
try to paint pictures of animals for money and then donate some of the proceeds to, you know, a rescue organization or, a, you know, a farm sanctuary like yeah. this. So well, stay, you do tu- stay tuned you do for ex- that. Excellent job. And everyone's really amazed when they see your, uh, your photo. So when we get that Instagram up, we'll, we'll talk about, um, yeah, you know, people want to knock your door down and have you do them. They're really awesome, mm-hmm. but you'll probably have to do some sort of lottery thing or something. So you're not overwhelmed too, because people, especially with the holidays coming up, people are going to really want something like that. And we have like paintings of our, uh, mm-hmm. past pets too, that are yeah really nice mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Well, yeah, so definitely I'll, you know, and the other thing that I really, I feel like it's important to me is having, like I, I painted one of our neighbor's dogs. The yeah. dog's still alive, but he's, you know, he's getting kind of old. And I always like to know about the dog. Like, do they like to, you know, just like their per, about their personality. So I could think about the dog um, mm-hmm. or cat. I haven't done any cats yet, but I mean, if I do a dog, I'm, I suppose I could do a cat. Um, I like to know about the dog so I could think about right. the dog while I'm painting it and mm-hmm. it kind of um, helps me. And the other thing I really try to do is I get the outline of the animal. <laughs> Lucy, okay, I'll paint you too. Yeah, Lucy um, wants to be painted. Yeah, I, what I usually, what I need is a picture. So I always mm-hmm. just tell people, just send me your favorite picture of your pet and I just kind of copy it and paint it. Um, and after I outline it, the first one of the first thi- first things I paint on the dog is I try to get their mm, eyes, right, the soul, their their eyes done, so that while I'm painting it, I'm looking at their eyes. Yeah, yeah. So I'll let everybody know like when that's coming up, and I'll give you my there'll information. Be will be up there. I think yeah. they'll be blown away. I mean, we're not just kind of talking like mine would be stick animals, you know, with the, <laughs> you know, they. yeah no they're pretty good these are really good yeah they're uh, pretty good portraits and people who i've given it give given them to they're very appreciative um, and they're they're very surprised how like you know i don't get that i mean the animals like not exact but it's right it's a rendition of the animal and you could tell who the animal is absolutely you know as soon as my aunt um i did one for my aunt for her birthday and as soon as she opened it and looked at it, she was like, oh, my God, Nala. Yeah. Like, she knew exactly, that was a good you one know, too. who They're Nala all good, was. But so. Nala, the and I'm really having a really good time painting them. Like, I feel, like, really relaxed and very happy mm-hmm. and, like, almost um, a meditation, really. Right. Yeah, so I'm really, really enjoying it. So. And it's coming out. You don't know. How, it's, it's, it's inspired, creator-inspired, you know, the backstory and you don't remember a lot of the painting process until it's done, right? Mm-hmm. You were saying something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's that's really kind of weird. It is. Yeah. Like I look back at it. I'm like, oh, my God, I just painted that. Right. And I've been doing them on, on eight by eight canvases where people really like. They're, you know, not too big and not too small. And then they, they have, like, they're one and a half inch thick. Mm-hmm. So, like, you could set them on a table, put them on your nightstand, you know, or you could hang them. So, right. you know, they're really cute. Um, so, yeah, so that'll be coming up and I'm excited about that. And I'm, you know, I, I literally like dream about painting and then That's I awesome. wake up and I want to like get in my room and paint. Good for you. Yeah. That's so, really good. Yeah, I'm excited about that. So um, I'm going to be calling it Pilot's Palette. Yeah. Like a painting palette. Uh, I Pilots, get it. I get it. Pilot's Palette. And um, uh, our little dog, Wanda, she's our little logo. Yeah. I just have to redo her. And yeah, so there's things I have to get. I want to get an email. I have to get an Instagram, a Facebook page. And once everything's up and running, hopefully in the next week or two, I'll be sending out some uh, information and all of the paintings that I've done so far. Um, And I'll. And we'll see what happens. Well, maybe we'll talk you into doing a fun fact Friday, and by then everything will be set up, and we can. That can be one of your fun. Oh facts. yeah, I know. Is <laughs> that the vet? You know, we take Lucy to the vet every Monday. Every Monday she gets fluids because she has uh, kidney failure. She's holding her own. She's mm-hmm. seventeen. She's doing really good. Um, 
I showed the vet tech there that I see every week. You know, uh-huh. she, you know, I just walk in and she's like, "Hey, Wendy, hey, Lucy," you know, because uh-huh. we're there every week. But I showed her some of the uh, paintings uh, that I did, and she was like, "Oh, wow, these are." These are really good. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have to start selling them so I could pay for Lucy's fluids every week. It gets expensive. Now she's starting on medication for arthritis. Oh, my God. Hey, up next, (laughs) Wendy Pilot. Fun fact, Monday here on Native Ritz Radio Presents, I'm Awake. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Turn to Auto Technical with your vehicle donation. We have families waiting for a car. You know, over 85% of unemployed are successful in finding and keeping a job if they have dependable transportation. A car plus a job equals a life changed. 612-919-5526. We have families waiting for a car. 919-5526 or autotech.org. AM 950, KTNF, St. Louis Park, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Bonjour. Hello. My name is Wabin. I am an enrolled member of the White Earth Nation, descendant of the Navajo Nation, and co-chair of the Indigenous Employee Resource Group with the Minnesota Department of Transportation. MnDOT is hiring for a variety of positions from road maintenance to accounting and more. We offer great benefits. For more information or to set up a one-on-one resume and application assistance, visit mn.gov slash careers or you can text or call 612-257-2388. 612-257-2388. J&S Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. Be a vaccinative. As the fall season continues, new COVID-19 variants threaten the health of not just you, but our elders as well. These new variants might even evade previous vaccines. That's why it's important to stay up to date. The newly authorized vaccines target current variants effectively and are FDA approved for ages 6 months and older. But there is an important note. These are the first COVID vaccines to be commercialized, which means there may be costs associated with them. Speak with your health insurer about your coverage before scheduling an appointment to avoid a surprise bill. For those without health insurance, help is available. Ask your health clinic about options or visit vaccines.gov for free locations. Getting vaccinated protects you from severe disease. Don't put yourself or elders at risk. So be a vaccinative and protect our community. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. Hey, welcome back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm Awake and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is brought to you by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Oh. Hey, it's uh, Fun Fact Monday here. We're switching it up a little bit here, Wendy. Um, Wendy's been uh, so gracious to come in and uh, talk about some uh, fun facts. But also, you have some other things you want to talk about before you get into fun facts? Was that? Uh, or did well, we, I have a funny story I want everything? to talk about, and I just want to remind everybody to check out Soul Space Farm Sanctuary in Richmond, Wisconsin. It's a great little sanctuary for all kinds of farmed animals. Robert, a couple, listen to this story, a couple on a 13-hour flight were refunded over 1,000 euros after being seated next to a farting dog. Yeah, Gil and Warren Press were traveling from Paris to New Zealand with Singapore Airlines when the emotional support dog started snoring loudly during the first leg of their trip. Oh, Quote, I heard this noise, a heavy snoring, Gil told Stuff. I thought it was my husband's phone, but when we looked down and realized it was the dog breathing, I said, I'm not having this sitting next to us the whole trip. 
Yeah, they also claimed the dog wouldn't stop farting during the journey. It was then when the couple alerted the staff and asked to move, but there were no more spaces available. Quote, they couldn't have the dog out in the aisle uh, because they couldn't get the trolleys through. So it had to come in further, which meant his head was under my husband's feet. She continued, my husband was in shorts and was getting the dog saliva goo on his leg. (laughs) Yeah, the pair were offered $116 in travel vouchers, which they were unhappy with. They pushed for a refund and have since given approximately $1,410, which they plan on donating to a charity for guide dogs. Oh, yeah. The folks, yeah, that's cool, right? Um, The spokesperson for Singapore Airlines said Singapore Airlines apologizes to Mr. and Mrs. Press for their experience on board their flight from Paris to Singapore. The airline uh, endeavors to notify customers who may be seated next to an assisted assistance dog prior to boarding in circumstances where customers seated next to an assistance dog requested to be removed uh, will be uh, assisted to reseat customers within the same cabin if space permits. Hmm. Um, honestly, I would sit next to a farting dog any day. Wow. More than a farting person. You don't know. Right. Or a smelly person or a person who has all that cologne on oh. or, you know, someone, I mean, really a farting dog. Give me a break. But I'm glad that she, that they're donating, you know, the money to, um, yeah, yeah, another... uh, uh, yeah, the seeing eye dog thing right. or whatever. So that's good. I just thought that was a really funny story. And Jeez. it made the news. I saw it in a couple of different uh, news outlets. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, but a couple of other uh, facts about animals. In one year, an owl, uh-huh. in one year, an owl will eat over 1,000 rodents. So please don't poison my meals, right? Three rodents a day. That's crazy, right? So if you poison the rodents, if you put you know poison out for the rodents, and then the owl eats the rodents, then they get sick. Good call. Yeah, we were just talking about why everything's connected. It is everything is connected. We always talk about that. Um, and we talk, we were just lead talking bullets and right. That. Yes. The lead bullets, the lead, uh, what do you call those? Lure, lures, lures, lures yeah, like that sinkers, you, sinkers that you use for fishing. Yep. Those are also lead and those, uh, you and know, poison the waters. Be. Yeah. Well, that's a whole nother story. We talked about that, right? The NRA has a very strong lobby, lobbying power and they don't want any change even if it makes uh if it's common sense change like let's stop using lead bullets and let's use other bullets they find that okay if they stop this now and we, right. we have to make this change what's next what's next what's next after that so they don't want to make any changes even if the Paranoia. changes make sense that's why they don't have good gun control in this country country anyway yeah Fun fact Friday. Fun fun fact Monday. Monday. Manic Monday. We're calling it <laughs> Manic Monday. So we were just talking about Wally at Aww. the Soul Space Farm Sanctuary. He was the pig who jumped off the truck headed to slaughter. Yeah. Escape. Yeah. So here's a couple of pig facts. Oh. They're smarter than dogs. Yes. 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 Smarter than dogs. They dream. Aww. Yeah. They can run up to 11 miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the pig that we saw, they were gigantic, those right. pigs. I can't even tell you how much they weighed. Right. They can recognize their own names at just two weeks old. Yeah. Yeah. And they love belly rubs. Yeah. They were kind of muddy. They were keeping cool because it was, it was so, so hot. hot. Yes. And the guy and had the hose, hose out. So, yeah, it was very muddy. But that's how they keep cool is yeah. in that mud. But it's hard to rub their tummy. You got your your manicure all dirty. My whole well, I put my whole hand in the mud <laughs> to grab the apple that dropped, oh. and then I kind of wiped it off with my hand and Ugh. gave it back to the pig. But Robert, fish are smart. Yeah, studies have shown that fish can remember events, tasks, tests other fish and recognize human individuals for months and even years. So they have a memory. Yeah. Yeah. 
I remember uh, fish feel pain, a sign at a restaurant where mm-hmm. I eat. Mm-hmm. Somebody drew. Yeah. That was the beginning of your uh, reassurance <laughs> of re, re uh, claiming your art. It was a fish. and, and it's fish Oh, I remember pan. that. That was a long time ago. They had fish on the menu. <laughs> yeah. So I drew a picture of a fish. On the whiteboard, leaving the store, leaving the <laughs> one of our former, former uh, sponsors. That's I think one. they're coming back too. So oh, we won't say good. the name. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I know. Really. I used to have a fish tank with fish in it and uh, I had fish that would see me and like run over to the edge of the tank and like want and they would feed and then I would like put my finger and make like figure eight and the fish would follow me like they were playing. Oh my God. Yeah. I never knew that story. The the things I learned on this show. Yeah. Wow. I love that fish tank. Um, Possums. You know, we love our possums. Yeah. They're such cute little animals. So please don't hurt or kill possums. People They're are chill. afraid of them. They're totally chill. I, I, hopefully our son-in-law isn't listening to the show because they do listen once in a while, her and him and yeah. Jay, but Why? he got scared when he saw that possum in our backyard well, during Christmas. Yeah, but they, <laughs> they'll act like and they'll hiss, but they don't do anything. They can with listen to this listen to this about a possum they can withstand up to 80 rattlesnake or coral snake bites wow yeah and thanks to them we have snake venom antidotes yeah really yeah plus in a single week one mosquitoes right not mosquitoes close Plus, in a single week, one possum can eat 5,500 larval ticks. Oh, and they ticks. And they rarely contract rabies. Wow. Yeah, so possums are your friend. Yeah. Definitely. So I know we've had, yes, Lucy, we've had a heat wave here, but... Just a couple of reminders. Um, all right. So before I say this, I want to tell you this. So um, Halloween, you know, a lot of people decorate their houses really cute for Halloween, but yeah. they use that fake um, spider web. Thank you. This, the fake spider web. And it's kind of sticky and you can hang it all over the place. But a lot of animals are getting caught in it and oh, bugs geez. and butterflies. So don't use that. Right. Don't use that because... Um, yeah, animals and and bugs and butterflies and whatever else is flying around out there gets stuck. And uh, listen, okay, when you're when it's really cold out, the animals will go into your engine to keep warm. Just right. bang on your hood first. Right on. Yeah, hey, you won't have to worry about that for a while yet. Hey, thanks, Wendy, and I can't wait uh, for your business to expand. Hey, you're, <laughs> if you're listening to the show, you're part of the resistance from Chief Plenty Coops, the ground on which you stand on. Is sacred ground and it's the blood of our ancestors. We need to resist, divest, join a group, run for office. Free Leonard Peltier. Now. <laughs>